0: Forever Canon, the podcast where we talk about somebody finally taking an interest in investigating Jason's history while he was away from the Jedi Order and nobody knew anything about what he was doing at all and then he eventually fell to the dark side and wouldn't have been something to look into. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. And wow. this week on Forever Canon, I'm going to talk real fast. No. <laughs> this week we're going to talk about chapters 5 through 8 of like, nope. A fate, fate of the Jedi. Aha. I stopped myself. Outcast. <laughs> <laughs> but first. Bum, bum bum Previously. On Forever Canon. Why do I always put my notes down? Jedi Valen Horn has gone feral. The GA arrests Luke Skywalker. The Jedi capture and examine Valen's mystery sickness. And Valen Horn escapes via insects and X-Wings. But that was last week. I almost put my notes down again. This week, we start with chapter five. And the gang's all here. Yep. The, uh, everybody, pretty much. Han and, Le- Han and Leah. This is where <laughs> I should Leia. get start. Han and Leah, Luke and Ben, <laughs> Jaina and Katarn, HNE News, the GA, the unknown Skakowin.
1: Yeah, the weird bounty hunters. Yeah.
0: And they all want to capture Valen Horn in one form or another. His X Wing is headed towards the spaceport, and as Luke jumps on the flying deathmobile, Valen punches out ejector seat. Pow. Go go gadget lifesaver. He's like trying to not get captured by not Luke Skywalker.
1: Yeah, by not everybody.
0: Yeah, by by the not version of everybody. You know, as you do when you're having some kind of psychotic episode, it seems like, where you <laughs> yeah. don't have brain waves. Yeah. That's cool. Anyways, as predicted last episode, the HNE News will be a much more present figure moving forward in this series, especially as one of their reporters rescues Valen from his pursuers when he promises to give her, quote, the greatest scoop you've ever had. Mm. That sounds vaguely. Mm. And they just, they just
1: said, okay. And you betcha. Yeah.
0: You betcha suspected criminal. I, (laughs) I TMZ news (laughs) will ferry you. I will shuttle you in my, in my news van Somewhere to safety? What did they... I don't know. Anyways, I don't know what the hell they think they're going to do. How are you going to win this war? Just because you said I'll give you a good story. Yeah, how are you going to win this war? You got no plan. Events unfold. Madness occurs. Jaina gets electro-netted by the the one of those bounty hunters we talked about last episode, with the big gun. One of those mysterious bounty hunters from last week. The point to notice here, for me... is that Han sees Jaina falling through traffic in a net because she's being electrocuted, but Leia doesn't sense it. It's the electrical shocks. They say, interfering with your control over the force, Kyle Katarn is telling Jaina, which turns you from a Jedi into a rather weak gymnast with a spasming problem.
1: (laughs) I liked that line. I liked that
0: line too. Here's a question. Mm -hmm. Why don't we see more people attacking Jedi with electricity? It's used sparsely. Yeah. But look how effective it is. Yeah. uh, You can't control the force if your brain is electrically spasming. Yeah. Or your body or whatever
1: the case may be. I know it happened to Ben by the Anakin bot. It's happened a, a,
0: a bunch of times, but not like. How is it not your go-to move to fight a Jedi? Yeah. It's like, Taser. Nah. <laughs> and then, you know, you might get a few hands force wiped away. But, like, stun weapons, I guess, is, is the move. But that's not what they do. They're always like, aha, full-power blasters. And then they all end up getting shot with their own blaster bolts. Mm-hmm. I just... I want, I want to see more people electrocuting Jedi. It's very, it's very effective.
1: Can you deflect a stun bolt back? Or does it just dissipate it? I don't know. I, I mean. Based on the movies, this is round rings, right?
0: I know that. But, I think it just fizzles out. I know that it happened in the last book series at some point. But think about this: Mario Jade Skywalker, Jedi slash expert hunter mm-hmm. of living beings. Probably could have saved her life having a bunch of electrical gadgets to electrocute Jason in the caves on Kavan, mm-hmm. and then he's alive, she's alive, they save him from the dark side, everything's great.
1: Yeah, or zap, 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 now he's dead and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's a possibility <laughs> Well, too. no, that's not what I want to do.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> I but don't want him to die. That's what she would have done. The, that was for last series. The point is, I, I can't believe it's not the number one go to move for dealing with a Jedi. Like,
1: it, yeah, give them a like,
0: zap and then they're not as effective. It should at be all.
1: like standard equipment on everybody that has to deal with Jedi. Yeah,
0: just like, oh, I put out a static force field of electricity yeah. <laughs> around me that even just like, oh, makes you twitch. Yeah, <laughs> just makes you spark or something.
1: Temporary uh, disruption. I don't know.
0: Could have helped her. Just saying. The Chase chapter here, though, is pretty fantastic. Mm hmm. There's a lot of swapping perspectives, but everybody's all in the same place, focused on the same thing with the same goal. Yeah. Like, get Valen. So, it doesn't feel, like, it doesn't feel jumpy. It doesn't feel disjointed or whatever.
1: Damn it. Ah, sorry, buddy. You beat me to it.
0: It doesn't feel uh, dissonant. That's okay. Now, I like it a lot, having all this jumping around, because... We haven't had that in a while.
1: Action sequences, man.
0: Well, and we have, in our latest reading, the last book of Legacy of the Force was like three perspectives. Mm -hmm. And long stretches spent in the singular narrative of each one of those people.
1: Yeah, it was a lot of, all right, Jane is doing a bunch of things, and now Jason's doing a bunch of things, and then, oh, Luke's doing something, but not at the same time. And then the two
0: of them are in the same spot. Place and yeah. then the war's over and everything's solved except psych. We'll
1: find out that yeah. when we start this book, but it was a we fun chapter. We haven't got
0: yeah. This chapter was really fun. <laughs> it was fun. We had a lot like we haven't had a lot of that perspective jumping, and it really was like a nice refresher, and especially in an action sequence like we talked about mm-hmm. before. That's where these vignettes work the best. Yeah, is is <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I said that word is when you are all in the same place, doing the same thing or on two sides of the same thing, you know? Yeah. Um,
1: it puts you into the chaotic feeling of what's going on when there's a lot of quick jumps. Yeah.
0: And I don't, the, the the short transitions I don't like are like, Oh, so-and-so is having a conversation on Coruscant. And then we cut to these people waiting for something to happen on Correlia. And then we cut to, and it's like a few paragraphs mm-hmm. of people just kind of hanging out or doing minimal things. Yeah. I don't know. That's my own personal preference, and uh, I don't write these, but I do like them. Eventually, everybody all focused on the goal of get Valen. We end up with Luke and Valen on top of the smoking news speeder, which was shot by a Rodian who was with the Jedi-looking bounty hunter that we don't know about yet. Luke quickly disarms Valen of his lightsaber that he stole <laughs> from his nurse, I guess, uh, knocks him out, and saves him from falling off the moving speeder. By catching him by the collar, by yeah. the lapel of his shirt.
1: It was The whole sequence in my head was like, force swipe, hit in the head,
0: yeah. catch. Hilt in the head, <laughs> it was, catch him by the This It was the most badass the sequence. And it's like, I don't know, it, to me it seems like a classic, like iconic
1: maneuver. Yeah. Is it though? Oh, he's going over, catch him.
0: Yeah, like just like the... Whack, bang, grab him before he's even out. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, look how fast I am. I am the I'm the Kung Fu master type of thing. <laughs> yeah. like, that's like some Kung Fu movie shit for sure. But a maneuver apparently he's capable of but did not use, we'll mm-hmm. note, on Lumaya when he cut her head off and kicked her off a cliff. So <laughs> could have caught her by the collar. Anyways, also bonus point for me because... I am seeing the imagery here. Luke Skywalker literally catching and saving a Jedi from falling.
1: Falling off that dun, edge. Dun,
0: dun. Yeah. I am the Matrix. P.S. Cal Katarn is funny. <laughs> he has got some pretty good wisecracks in that chapter. Chapter six. The not Jedi bounty hunter lady is named. Mm-hmm. Mystery no more. Ku and she wants Valen, on Dalla's orders. P.S. Her name is great. Yeah, I just used two P, two P.S.s too closely together, but P.P.S. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> is it P.P.S. or P.S.S.? It's got to be P.P.S. Post postscript. Yeah, not post script script. <laughs> yeah, they, they, wait. This is the post script script. Ooh. This is the P.P.S. baby. Now, <laughs> everybody has landed. Luke has the unconscious Valen, everybody else wants him, and the scene is a noisy, crowded standoff shitshow between the GA and the Jedi, plus bounty hunters on the side. Until former chief of state, Leia Organa Solo, gets everyone to compromise. And Valen is taken to a hospital where Jedi and GA can both monitor him, so they get to split the custody of the prisoner, like a weird divorce. And, uh, I don't know, just... Remember uh, when Leia was the chief of state? Remember that? I remember that.
1: Yeah. I looked yeah. it up. It's PPS. Yeah, of course it's PPS. Sorry, I left but, you to uh, talk for, by yourself for a second there while I looked that up.
0: But it's just a nice friendly reminder that Leia used to be president of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. And she's got these skills where like, or this also this reputation where like, people just listen to her. Yeah. She steps in the middle of this seemingly like unmovable standoff. And she's like, nah, we'll just meet at a hospital in the middle. It's fine. No, You agree. And you agree. Let's go. <laughs> and, and they do. And they do.
1: Cause as you do, I don't know. Yeah. She's, she, it's almost like because people listen to her so often that mm. she's got almost like a forced, a force ability that allows her to, yeah, it's called like, like negotiate. Authority. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Force respect. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I remember vaguely from the X Wing books that I read when I was young. I remember her being the president of everything. Yeah, it wasn't like, for very long though. Being like, man, that was cool. I don't remember. She had a lot. She had a lot of shit going on. But we that was... was cool. Remember that? Do you? Mm-hmm. Hey, remember? Uh, remember the news? Because the Jedi are watching the news. Yeah. While Valen Horn's doing a whole lot of no brain activity. And they're watching themselves being painted as dangerous, potential Jason Solos, led by out-of-touch Luke Skywalker. Ouch. That hurts. Yeah. Want to know why? Because it's a bullseye. Yeah.
1: The truth hurts, (laughs) man. The truth
0: is... Listen, if Jason Solo can fall to the dark side, anyone can. That's what the whole... morality tale of him is going to be you Mm -hmm. know in this universe and that's what the whole point of the last series was if he can fall anybody can fall and so if you can't see that coming well then maybe they are all a bunch of potential jason solos right like
1: that hurts yeah which is very true and the only reason they think that about jason is because he was such a He
0: was the best human
1: ever. Yeah, he was such a public good figure. And
0: right before he turned, he was a massive hero. Yeah. Right before.
1: Yep. And
0: he was a massive hero when he stopped all that bug problem. And he was a galactic hero when he saved their existence by stopping the Yuuzhan Vong by beating the leader of the aliens in hand-to-hand combat.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He was such a public figure. If he
0: can fall to the dark side, then why should we believe that any Jedi can't? Yeah. And that hurts. Mm -hmm. Leia can feel the public opinion quickly turning, but it's very true. Mm -hmm. It's just, that's true. If he can fall, anyone can fall. If Luke can let his own nephew fall to the dark side, well, then nobody is safe. And all this protection that they claim to offer is false as fuck. But regardless, the situation of the news doesn't help with Luke's court case. No. Because in case you forgot, remember? He was arrested. Yeah, that's coming up. And charged. And awaiting trial. Luke Skywalker. That's cool. But hey, the Unification Summit is going well. Cut to that's just like a little note tagged at one of the paragraphs. Yeah, and I was Like all right, like a weird spot to shove that exposition in there, but okay. And we cut to a week later. Valen Horn has been captured. Crisis has been averted again.
1: He's been sedated this whole time.
0: Yeah, he has been in a forced coma for a week. Still no brain moving. Mm-hmm. Luke can't sleep. Oh, <laughs>
1: no, he can't sleep. So he heads out
0: for a one-on-one meeting with Dalla. The Force told him to, but he's not sure why, as is the way of the Force. Mm-hmm. Fickle little thing. <laughs> no.
1: just, just going where he where he feels he should.
0: But he's about to understand why, as Dala explains the reason for prosecuting Luke Skywalker. Which, I recommend reading this whole chapter. Yeah. Because her explanation. Of why the government and citizens can't trust the Jedi is thorough, it's accurate, and it's irrefutable. hmm And it's really, really, really hard for me to try and sum it up in, like, a few sentences, but I'm going to right now. All right, let's hear this. She says, and I do not quote, The Jedi give no shits about legit laws that don't fit their code. The Jedi say trust us because the Force, but the Force is dark too. So how can we, we really know you're all doing good things? Huh? We can't know. So we can't trust you. And she's not wrong. Yeah. Luke even thinks to himself, take the Force out of the equation and she's right. The Force is the only reason why I have this certainty. That I'm right and that most of us are good and we will always continue to be that way. Mm-hmm. like we talked about in the last series, all these normies who are at the subjective whims of these fucking magic wizard gods,
1: they don't like it anymore. Yeah. It's like, trust us because, because we, we said so. so.
0: Yeah. <laughs> We're protecting you. Trust me. If that is not the mafia, well, cool. <laughs> yeah. Like they are, you know? Yeah. And like Dalla says, you guys don't, you don't stick around for investigations. You don't offer good information. You don't participate in the government in an official way. You don't follow the laws whenever it's inconvenient for you. Mm -hmm. You cut people's arms off in cantinas to stop a little bit of violence. Like you, you know, you cause violence to stop violence. You are the cause and the problem. And she's not wrong. Like that's, yep. That's, I don't know. That's a hard thing to argue against. And Luke, He tries and he can't. He tries and he can't. That's right. And eventually, he comes to see the inevitable consequences. Young Jedi, seeing the ease with which their masters slid out from underneath common but inconvenient civic responsibilities, would come to think that such behavior was their right. A few on the fringes of the border between the light and the dark side would discern that Kip Durin had escaped any visible consequences. Of his actions at Carida. Would accept Luke's assertion that Darth Vader had been redeemed. Had died a Jedi instead of a Sith despite his many murders. And would not understand the true meaning of the story. The answer settled across Luke like a leaden shroud. To prevent this evil from growing he had to lose this case. To be punished. That was what the force had brought him here to understand. Well, you deserve it. Mhm. Maybe you guys should have been nicer to
1: normal people for the last 3000 years. <laughs> hmm? Yeah, maybe uh or at least be more cooperative.
0: Yeah, instead of just We're condescendingly re- <laughs> looking yeah, down on yeah. them all the time.
1: Hmm? We're right, don't worry about it.
0: The normies? Hmm? maybe. Yeah. Maybe treat them nice.
1: Yeah. To, you know, treat the other 99% of the Galaxy better?
0: Funny you say 99, because what I was just about to say is it's kind of like the Wayne Gretzky complex. Mm-hmm. Where Wayne Gretzky was the greatest hockey player of his era, and prob- probably of all time forever. But he's a terrible coach. Because yeah. Because there's certain parts that he just innately understands that you can't explain like the force. Mm -hmm. You have this thing that most people don't have this talent and you can't explain it. And you have to just ask people to trust you that it's there and that you're right about it, you know, and all that stuff. So he sees this inevitable (laughs) consequence of like, if I don't take a spanking now, it's dark roads for the Jedi Order.
1: Yeah, it's gonna turn out worse later.
0: Yeah, it's bear bear gonna bear sour fruit. I don't know. Okay, enough. I'm trying to just force metaphors now. Yep. But maybe just should have should have been better people, huh? All right. Chapter seven, and we get a location title. Oh. the Ninth Hall of Justice. Coruscant, trial time. The Galactic Federation of Free Alliances, terrible name, versus Luke Skywalker. (laughs) Seems outnumbered. Yeah. Also, (laughs) also, when I I wrote this, no, Galactic Federation of Free Alliances versus Luke Skywalker. I accidentally wrote, Luke Skywalker <laughs> and then I couldn't get that out of my head.
1: Were you reading it like but, Christopher Walken? Uh, hey, uh, back to,
0: uh, the, the trial. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was nonstop for like 20 minutes. It's Amazing. hard to read a book in Christopher Walken voice and focus on what you're reading. Yes. So let's cut that short. Trial. Begins. Luke pleads guilty to the now arranged to be single charge of reckless endangerment of a population. Yeah. The judge finds him guilty. And we hear Luke's sentence. For a period of time beginning tomorrow at one hour before midnight in the current time zone and continuing for not less than 10 Coruscant years. You are exiled from Coruscant. Skip ahead. During that same time period, you will not act as Grand Master of the Jedi Order nor in any position of authority or consultation within the order. And then they go on to list a, a, a few yeah. more restrictions. You can't, Essentially, you... you're exiled from Coruscant for 10 years
1: and no Jedi contact. You're
0: not allowed to run, you're not allowed to be a part of the Jedi Order for 10 years. You're not allowed to go near Temples or schools for 10 years. And you're certainly not allowed to start any. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to have any influence
1: over the brand new Grand
0: Master Kent Hamner.
1: Yeah. You must disappear for 10 years. You can't accept aid from the Jedi. You can't accept funds or anything like that. Basically, you, Coruscant, and the Jedi separated for the next 10 years.
0: Exiled for 10 years. With one... Caveat. If you figure out what happened to Jason, you can come on back. Yep. (laughs) That's flimsy as fuck from a writing perspective. Yeah. Legally. Now the argument would be that that is what Luke fought for in their, in, in, in the him and Dalla coming to this agreement. Right. But legally, that's garbage. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we will put together a tribunal to discern the validity of whether or not you have figured out what happened to Jason Solo so that we can
1: prevent it from happening in the future, right? Which is just, hey, you're going to tell us a bunch of stuff about the Force. <laughs> <laughs> we have to decide. if you telling even, us the truth? I didn't
0: even think of that, man. It's such a kangaroo court thing. Yeah. That's. It's a fake, sort of offer. Is it, it maybe in her mind, right mm-hmm. on on the on the GA side of the offer, or the sorry the GF, the, the, FA.
1: Yeah, gafa, Gaffa- I don't know,
0: but that's a really that's a really interesting perspective. Yeah. Like, yeah, cool. Come and try and convince <laughs> us of things again.
1: <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, you're gonna give us a bunch of force reasons, and we're gonna say. That's just how can we trust that? Yeah, (laughs) you know, but he's got the confidence that he'll be able to do it, or maybe.
0: I mean, on the other hand, on one side, I'm like, that's flimsy. On the other hand, yes, make him do it.
1: Yeah, make make him
0: make him him do it. As as I'm saying this on behalf of Aaron Alston, uh, if you're the writer, make him do it. If you're the government who wants to punish him, make him do it. Make him go see, go figure out what went wrong. Yeah. Not just, you did the wrong thing and punish. No. Go solve this problem. Yeah. That's a much better sort of, you know,
1: way to handle it. Be a detective. Figure out what the problem is and solve it.
0: And not only make him do it. Exile him for not having done it while Jason was falling to the dark side. Mm Mm-hmm. Dickhead farm boy could have grabbed Kitus by the collar and saved my favorite fucking character. <laughs> yep. Yeah. but no, he wasn't interested in what Jason was doing all that time off by himself, even though he came back a changed man who Luke didn't get along with most of the time anymore. Never looking at that, though. But hey, better go meet with the masters
1: because I got to leave tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, because uh, this is limited time. Limited time.
0: The meeting is essentially, okay, guys, got to go. See you in ten. And then the words we've been dying to hear. I'm going to retrace Jason's steps along his journey. Yeah,
1: okay, thanks. He's dead now. Yeah. Good timing. Would have been better when he was alive and you could ask him. Good job,
0: Grand Savior. You're yeah. getting kicked off your planet. Because you did a bad job with your nephew.
1: Worst case, you could just go home to Tatooine.
0: Imagine if you would have like saved him and what a good piece of the puzzle he would be to have on your side as the Jedi yep anyhow only the most powerful one ever anyways no big deal he's dead now though let's go find out what happened now he's dead now and we can't do anything about it Luke says his goodbyes and initially tells Ben he can't come Ben has to remind this fucking turd (laughs) (laughs) that Jason tortured him tried to make him a Sith and killed his mom so I'm going, dad. <laughs> yep. Hey, seriously. Fuck this guy sometimes. Yeah. And like, I thought he
1: was wise. And right after Ben says that, looks like, you know what? You're right. Let's he, go. Oh,
0: yep. Yeah. At least he has the wisdom to admit when he's wrong. Yeah. But what the fuck was that? Maybe I, it's just the guilt. Yeah. The, uh, and, the inherent guilt reaction of like, no, I have to do this punishment on my own. It's not fair to have somebody else suffer this punishment yeah. with me.
1: You're only 16. Why should you have to be exiled for 10 years? Kind of deal. But
0: like. He's not exiled. He can just fuck off back to Corson anytime he wants. Yeah, it's fine. It's this galaxy full of spaceships. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's fine. <laughs> you don't, can, anyways. Fuck this guy right now.
1: <laughs> well, he'll, he'll figure it out and he'll be a hero again. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's been. Is been that a- what you think? Is that what you think's gonna happen, Tim? Uh, eventually. Is yeah. that your
0: guess? Because you haven't read these books. To remind our listeners. Yeah. All handful of
1: you. Yeah. You haven't read these before. No, he'll Is that fig- what you think? He'll figure it out. He'll come back and Luke he'll be Luke Skywalker exonerated.
0: will solve the puzzle and save the day.
1: Maybe not save the Bo- day, but he'll save his own ass.
0: I have another question for you similar to that coming up. But anyways, okay. for now, this guy, fuck him. Silgall pops in while he's packing. And she says, Master Plo Koon said something, something about empty brain scan powers once. And Luke has his first stop. On his way to Too Late to Save Jason Tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that one, too. His first stop is the Baron Doe Sages. They don't say where they are, but I'm assuming Keldor, where Plo Koon and the other Keldor are from. If you don't know who Plo, Plo Koon is... He's the wrinkly-faced Jedi Master who wears a black breather. Yeah, wears the breather or, mask all the time. Yeah, he gets killed in a spaceship
1: yeah, on Order sixty-six because he can't read. He can't breathe oxygen. Because he can't read oxygen he, he, he at all. Read it. He can't read it. Well, I can't. Every other word you put oxygen in front of him, he's lost.
0: Actually, it. you know what? He's probably really good at reading oxygen. <gasps> There's oxygen. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a great oxygen reader. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, she pops in with this fucking. Little Deus Ex mocking a sprinkle, yeah, uh, fairy dust on the trail of where you need to go. Here's the place to go, and then his grand exit happens, mm-hmm. where he's overlooking like the hundreds of Jedi and friends gathered in the in the the main entrance of the Jedi Temple, and that made me tear the fuck. up. Uh,
1: yeah, I was there too,
0: big time. Just thinking like, well, not thinking, but what they said in the text was, without him, he he. Was the only, at one time, he was the only practicing Jedi in the galaxy. That time being when Obi-Wan and Yoda are both gone. Yeah. And he hasn't yet trained his sister or whatever the fuck those first steps are. Because I haven't even read those. Yeah. Old canon EU
1: books to be honest. Yeah, it'd be right after Palpatine and Vader are dead, and he's the only force Palpatine, practicing force user. Yep,
0: yeah, Palpatine, Obi-Wan, Yoda, and Vader were the other ones. The only four. Well, that's not even true though, right? Because there were other people with who survived in the background that come out later mm-hmm. in the EU. Anyways, the point being, he rebuilt the entire order from himself out. Like, this is all... It's all his. This is all him.
1: Yeah, they said All some, the
0: good that's been done, all the bad that's been done.
1: What they, said, they said something like, take any one of us out and the order still survives, take you away, and At, it never gets started. Everything
0: goes dark like a hollow drama, he said. Yeah. Whoa. Which is a nice little bit of foreshadowing to something we're going to talk about with Kent Hamner in a later chapter. But, like, man. That's pretty incredible. But also, I hate him right now. Yeah,
1: And was it... Another thing that they said is... There's more Force users on Coruscant now than there like ever has been, or something like that. Because well, that he was taken that off. That was
0: because of Luke's trial and the unification thing, yeah. and because I think also of him rebuilding the Order. But yeah, it's time for him to go, and Jaina gets the last hug and the last word in as she drops some prophecy. As Luke is leaving the temple, she says, "Doll is gonna regret this." I just know how things work. Inevitably, some mess will arise that she can't solve, that no other Jedi can solve, and she'll know what a mistake she made. Echoing pretty much the thoughts of every reader while you're reading about this exile, like you said moments ago, I mean, you know he's going to solve the problem and save the day. He's Luke Skywalker. Mm -hmm. But here's the question. What do you think the problem is going to be? What is going to happen that Dala can't handle that Luke's going to have to come and save the day? I know the answer. I've read these. What the hell do you think this book is going to be about?
1: Based on the first (laughs) six, seven chapters here.
0: Really quickly, I wanted to say, because the last one was about a broken family and a Jedi falling to the dark side. Mm -hmm. It was very much about people yeah you know yeah
1: this i think this is based on the first six seven chapters of what's going on is it's like the force is going to be like poisoned almost interesting he, he's going to figure he's going to figure out how to fix it or figure out what's going on and as he's longer he's gone more people are going to go start going crazy and it's like the force is poisoned or something
0: interesting poisoned how
1: I don't know. By what? I don't know. Maybe Jason did By it. who? I was just
0: going to say, was it Jason? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I don't need to read the book anymore. I need to read my notes. Jaina drops a little bit of foreshadowing prophecy that you already fucking are thinking to. She's going to regret it because something's going to happen that only Luke Skywalker can stop. Mm-hmm. Which is not the lesson that we learned in the last series. you know, as much as he was influencing Jason's visions and changing what the future looked like and who hiding that Jaina was the one coming after him. She's the one that solved the problem. Yeah. And if I remember correctly in the new Jedi order, the invasion of the Yuzhan Vong, it was Jason who saved the day. And so maybe we're being set up for a fucking little Aaron Alston switch. Uh, yeah. Here. A little, a little uh, psych. Rug pulling? hard psych. Because they're telling us outright, Jaina is doing that overconfident Jedi thing. The humorous thing. But she's telling us, hey, reader, don't worry. Of course something's going to go wrong. But Luke Skywalker will be back to save the day. And I'm honestly not saying this out of remembrance. Because as we talked about with the previous series, it's all splotchy at best. Yeah. But I would love for that to be a fake-out. I would love for that to be the fake-out. Like, no. Either he comes back and he can't stop whatever is happening and save the day, or he just can't come back.
1: Who would you want? (laughs) You know,
0: how sick would that be?
1: Who would you want as a...
0: Ben. I don't even know what you're saying, but I want Ben.
1: (laughs) As as an unlikely person to fix the problem. All
0: right. So a B-Cast character?
1: Yeah. Tahiri. That's who I was going to go with, too. Tahiri yeah. comes around and she's like,
0: oh. I want either. her to be redeemed because she loves Anakin as much as I did. Yeah. Anakin was the best one of the three. Oh, he was super cool. He was written to be the cool one. Mm-hmm. The popular one. You know, the fun, gregarious one who gets along with everybody. Jason was the, the, uh, the worldly mystic guy. And Jaina is the hot-headed temper. Yeah, she was angry. Yeah, the angriest Jedi. Yeah. I'm glad that's catching on on this couch, at least. <laughs> but seriously, Anakin was the coolest. Tahiri's pretty cool, too. But I would love for this to be a fucking psycho. Where they're like, oh, don't no, worry, Luke Skywalker will save the day.
1: <laughs> Some normie comes in <laughs> and fixes it.
0: Yeah, it's fucking Shivu comes back from the dead. It's his wife. She's like, I've been training. <laughs> Ever since the death of my husband. She was a d character. Yeah. <laughs> that was their origin story. That's what the previous series was actually all about.
1: Setting up for whatever her <laughs> name. Lon Shibu's wife to... What am I talking about? I don't know.
0: Anyways, Dull is gonna regret this, right? Luke and Ben get all settled into Mara's murder yacht, the Jade Shadow, and together... You like my stupid little. I like the murder yacht. Descriptions. <laughs> well, because it's like, okay, Aaron Alston goes through like seven paragraphs describing A, a the shape and look of the ship, B, the electronics of it, and C, all of the upgrades that have been made yeah. to the ship, all the non standard things, and all the ways that Mara has made it a fucking killing machine.
1: And then the upgrades to her headhunter that's sitting in the bay, too. Yeah.
0: Her old Z ninety five head under That's in uh, exactly. Yeah. So that was a fast chapter to read. Cause I don't try and let any of that sink in. I don't No. You I don't get care. The, get the gist. I'm not I'm not I'm not somebody who cares about that. But if you are, more power to you. If you enjoy Star Wars because of the, the gearhead mechanical aspect of the ships and stuff like that. Great. Great. Just read the books. Yeah. Listen to the podcast. Subscribe. Please do. I point out. I point out the TV. Yeah, I said, and I, I, my, I looked at the. I told. TV. My, I told the recording to subscribe.
1: And I looked at it. Yeah, you did.
0: <laughs> uh, the power of suggestion. Chapter eight. Here's these plans, that Kent Hamner's got that I wanted to talk about. Listen up, babies. We're gonna make the Jedi into stars, celebrities, huh? That'll save our public opinion. He tells Octaramus she's starring in a documentary. Kip Durin volunteers to be consultant on a Jedi action show. Oh, and by the way, everyone's going to get a government surveillance friend who will be following you everywhere you go. At all times. Yeah. Spoiler alert. The Jedi don't like the special spies. They don't like the idea that they're going to gonna get in the way, Leia says. Mm-hmm. And they're like, do we really have to do this? Oh, my God. Are you all fucking dense? The whole point right now is that you guys think you're above the law. Here comes a law. Why don't you just sit under it for a minute? Yeah. And that's what Kent Hamner says, right? He's like, well, we're going to do it. But I've hired Noir Venn, Luke Skywalker's uh, attorney, to fight it legally in court to fight this new law or whatever, this order. Yeah. That's how we're going to do this. We're going to do it by the rules that everybody says we ignore. We're not going to ignore the rules that everybody says we ignore and prove the point and lose everything.
1: Yeah, we got to be transparent on this one, guys. Are none of these Jedi wise? Apparently. Is this why the Jedi
0: order is in such fucking disrepair and disarray? Because, like, everybody thinks Luke's really wise, but then he's like, you can't come with me. Uh, yeah, uh, you're my son.
1: Yeah. And apparently they picked a... Maybe... You know what? Maybe... Because did Luke pick uh, Hamner? Or was that like Dalla's choice? Um, Or was it like a combo deal?
0: Well, I don't know who offered it. But everything was agreed on by the both of them. And Luke says at one point... Or maybe Leia does. Somebody says... He is... With his uh, all of his political background and accomplishments... He's like the most uh, a, amenable choice to the essential empire government. Yeah, he's the who's best. in charge, right? He's
1: the best suited to navigate this particular minefield at the moment.
0: Yeah, they have the most respect for him. Yeah. Because he's done all the things that they also respect, not just Jedi shit that no, they can't explain to anybody else. So, yeah. yeah. Just believe us. Anyways, anyways. We're just going to follow the rules. But spoiler alert the Jedi don't like it cut to the solo family quarters on Coruscant where it's Han and Leia's turn to be asleep now yep until C-3PO wakes them up and Han almost blows his face off but Lando is facetiming from across the galaxy must be important
1: because that's expensive
0: turns out (laughs) he needs their help Han and Leia are his only hope yeah I did it again I know you did to save him from the mysterious ground quakes on Kessel you know we're just gonna mention near the maw. They just quickly point that out in the text. I don't mm-hmm. know why you would point that out. Leia, of course, agrees to help, but forgets about Alana. Mm-hmm. Terrible parents, as always. Yeah. Oh my god. Yep. She agrees to leave the safety of Coruscant and the Jedi Temple where the child is being kept, which probably not a good idea to keep her there now if there's gonna be government spies all over it. But we're going to take her to the dangerous spice mines, the drug mines of Kessel, which are the planet is erupting with earthquakes.
1: Actually, she agreed to do it without even thinking about Alana. That's at what I all.
0: mean. <laughs> you didn't even consider it.
1: Yeah. And then when it gets brought up, she's like, ah, it's fine. I guess we'll have to bring her because
0: I guess we're bringing her because I already said we would go. Yeah, can't leave her here. So they decide to bail off to Kessel before the government can hook them up with a personal spy.
1: Ignoring the rules. Of course. Yeah.
0: On and Leia. And you know what we're going to do? We're just going to leave and go somewhere else here. (laughs) Ah, shit's weird on Coruscant. We got to go again. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off, eh? Thanks for all the help. We're just going to go help our one singular, singular friend instead of helping the government and the Jedi get along. Oh, P.S. I used to be the president of the galaxy yeah. and I have force respect. Yeah. as my maximum power.
1: Yeah, so... Gotta go. See ya. Gone. Basically, what they're gonna do is they're gonna go help their super rich friend get more super rich. Or, you know, not lose his drugs. Yeah, because he's selling them. Yeah. Legally. But they do
0: mention... Exactly. There are legal uses for it. Of course, medicine and stuff.
1: And medicine and interrogations for the government. And stuff as like you do. Not just getting high. The
0: government's going to be mad. Kent Hamner's going to be mad. But they're doing it anyway. Yeah. You know what we're going to do? We're going to prove Doll's point. We're only two of the most important people in the galaxy. One of the most important Jedi by name for sure.
1: Yeah, for the last half century.
0: And you know what we're going to do? Yeah. Fuck it up for everybody! <laughs> Cut to the residential district near the Jedi Temple on Coruscant. Where Jane and Jag... Are visiting Tahiri in her home slash druid hut. <laughs> it's a cool house. Yeah. They're they're asking her when did Jason turn Sith? But Tahiri tells them, it's more important to find out when he broke dun 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 instead. Cause when you're broken, you can be moulded.
1: Yeah. You can be put back together however you want.
0: She knows she's been tortured several times by several people.
1: She's got scars. has been turned
0: into many things because of it. Yeah. Well, they got the lead they need. Everybody's got the first step of their journey. So Jaina hugs the also broken like Jason Tahiri and Jag casts his doubt on all this Jedi forgiveness business. He says the Jedi have more faith in redemption than I do and more faith in doll's government too. And more than the citizens of the galaxy as well. Can the Jedi be redeemed in the eyes of the ones they claim to be protecting? Can they truly convince the people that they are still good even though the best one turned bad? He's the best one. Luke's shit.
1: (laughs) He's too much of a bureaucrat now. Dealing with
0: no, he's just dumb, apparently. Yeah. He... Oh, I don't know. Why would my son want to come on this mission to discover what went wrong with his, his idol and cousin and mother slayer?
1: He used to have a take-charge attitude. That changed.
0: Either way, we're going to find out next week when we cover Fate of the Jedi Outcast chapters 9 through 12. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. Hugs from bugs for Sith Ujon thugs.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah,
0: I like it. For any comments and questions, you can hit us up at forevercanonpodcast at gmail.com. Forever Cannon Podcast is a Jay Plazer production. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at Jay Plazer. Check us out.